0: welcome to another edition of Intentional Conversations. On Intentional Conversations, we seek to interview leaders in men's ministry to help men grow spiritually and help leaders and pastors reach the men in today's culture, discussing issues that men face daily. It's a program where a men's ministry leader is interviewing leaders in men's ministry. Hey, man, this is Mike Sandel with K-Fear Men, and I thank you for joining us today. You know, occasionally we deviate from talking about men's ministry leaders or uh, men's ministry in general to discuss significant events and activities we believe that men should be involved with and aware of and take a vital interest in. And on this episode, we're going to do that. We're going to uh, discuss what I believe is a monumental event that's happening in North Carolina. And about a month ago, I think it was, uh, that I had Tanya Skelly and Mike Shaw on, on, on Pray, uh, Pray North Carolina on the, on the program to talk about what is happening on October the 14th, Saturday, October the 14th, right here in North Carolina. And today we got Tanya back. And with us, we got Pastor Julius, who is also very involved with Pray North Carolina to update us on what's going on with this event to gather men and women from around the state to pray. So welcome, Tanya, and welcome, Julius. I appreciate you joining me today. Thank you so much for having us.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having us.
0: Well, Tanya, I'm going to start with you. Uh, I know last time I had you on, you gave us a good overview of what Pray North Carolina is all about. I want want you to take a couple of minutes just to explain, remind people what the goal is, what the mission is with Pray North Carolina.
2: Sure. Thank you for having us. So, yes, our goal is to have God's people coming together, assembling peacefully together at, at our Capitol, literally on the Capitol grounds, Saturday, October 14th for prayer. We're coming together from um, 12 o'clock to two o'clock. We have different people that will be on the program, if you will, that will be praying over um, very specific issues that uh, plague our cities, our counties, our state. So we're going to be praying for the unborn, for our first responders, our local churches and our pastors. We're praying for our children, our students, for godly marriages. We're praying against violence and drugs, um, against racism in our um, state and our our country, mm. um, we're play, praying against mental um, health issues. Um, so all the things that we can see of that's happening around, we know the greatest thing that we can do is be on our knees um, mm. praying to the one that can intercede on our behalf. Yeah, right. And so we know in Scripture God talks about um, unity, um, assembling together, and there's power in that. And the one thing that I've come to understand is that when we do that. Um, We are edifying our personal walk. We're edifying our local churches. We're edifying our families, but we're edifying the ecclesia or the ecclesia.
0: Amen. Amen. And I, and and I I think I mentioned that it was going to be on Saturday, October fifth, 14. What time are we going to be starting with that?
2: So we're going to do a prayer walk. It's a, it's, more about praying than walking. It literally is going around the square of that of that Capitol building, mm-hmm. and that starts at eleven, and then we come back to the, the grounds that we are literally walking around. And then from twelve to two o'clock is when we will actually be praying. Now we will have um, four different songs that we will be singing. Um, we're having a statewide choir as well. People I was
0: just going to ask you about that.
2: <laughs> that. People are signing up for. So if anybody here is interested in sing or carry a tune and would be interested, um, we can get you that link so that you can sign up. Um, and so we're having people they will be given the songs and they can practice in their respective places. They can practice with their church or solo or whatever but these are going to be known songs so that people can actually come together and sing. I don't know if that's ever been done to to bring people all around the state to come together to pray like, or to, to sing like this, but it's exciting.
0: Amen. That is, that, that is group. You could have, you, you, you could have a thousand voice crowd, quite a choir real, real easy by doing that. Yeah. That would be super. Amen.
2: Amen. <laughs> Amen.
0: Yes. Well, Pastor, yeah. Well, Pastor Julius, I, I know you've been actively involved with it and connected with uh, pray, uh, uh, pray North Carolina in some way for a number of years. And uh, I believe you were involved with Pray Rowan, if, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, so t- tell us a little bit about your, your, your thoughts on that, your background, what you see God doing in this and where this could go.
1: Be glad to. Be glad to. You know, the, the, the thought that God is not limited by time, but he used time to reveal himself. You know, this is our eighth year. But number eight simply means new beginning. God is doing such a shift in pray Ecclesia, pray North Carolina, pray Rowan, and every county that's in North Carolina. I, I believe, uh, as we have started from the beginning, God's hand was all up in, not just his hand, his arm, his shoulder, his whole body was all up into pray Rowan and I believe that he appoint leaders to be able to simply obey just simply uh-huh. obey and the rest he would do and because of that uh, I had a chance to meet Tanya Skelly and Gris Skelly and the day we met there was the a kindred spirit that understood what needed to be done especially in Rowan County first and speaking of Royal Encounter, it was the first of quite of many things in North Carolina, especially with the railroads coming through as the main hub. Why not You're use on. Salisbury as the place uh, where that revival of prayer can start? So when I was invited and I got a chance to sit down beside Tanya and Greg, and immediately um they again this, this kindred spirit that God will say, you know what, I think that this is something you want to get involved in. And I've always relied on his peace. There's a lot of things that I can get involved with. And I told Tanya many time many times before, there's a lot of ministry I can get involved in, but there's a peace that come with an appointment. Mm-hmm. So when I was appointed to be a part of Pray Royan, uh, there came the peace. And now there come the relationship because apart from ministry, if you don't have a good relationship, then when the ministry goes, guess what? You go. Mm-hmm. But we have developed first a relationship that goes way beyond the ministry. The ministry is a byproduct of the relationship that God gives us, and and I would not, I would not trade anything for our relationship with the scaly. So we understand that ministry has and built on relationship. Because of that. We have collaborated. We have uh, prayed together. We have done vacation together. We have done a lot of things that intentionally, that we know we needed to do because we knew hard time was coming, challenging time was coming, and 2020 was a time where that everybody was challenged. Oh, everybody yes. was challenged. Oh, yes. Christians was challenged against other Christian, blacks were against whites, and so on and so forth. But we stood the ground. And we want to make sure that this will not shake or move us. And it did not. And it did not because of relationship. So throughout these eight years, uh, I have seen God hand and I've seen God move, move and pray. Roanne, pray Ecclesia. Now pray North Carolina from day one, maybe week one, pray North Carolina was always on the map. It was always on the map. From from the very beginning. But we just was a small prayer group of about maybe seven, eight, nine people who bumped our head and said, Hey, you know what? Let's just pray together. And hopefully, maybe one day hope that the entire North Carolina would be praying. Well, that Amen. was a wish and a hope. But guess what? That's who we serve. We serve a God that 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 gives us hope and bring about reality and i i'm grateful to be a part of this I, I just feel honored that he would even allow me to sit in the same room at the scale the scale is because they are very very important people and uh she 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 knows i mean we we
2: he messes with me all the time
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm i'll tell nice you what
0: he's, he, he's 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 uh he's putting you on a pedestal, young lady. So
1: I'm gonna be nice today because I'm on your pro program. So so you don't know me that well. So I'm gonna be very very nice. But yeah, we we have grown to be uh very very close as brothers and sisters in Christ, and that's intentional because the world needs need to see yeah. that they need to see these type of relationship that can go. Through some of the tough times of life and i am I'm, I'm appreciative and i'm honored that i will be in this same space and circle with what's going on with pray north carolina right.
0: well i tell you what it's exciting to me uh as as tanya has connected with me and my ministry uh that god has and god has put me in and, they, and through her, I've met other people that I would not have met otherwise. I'm just excited to see what God is doing around the state uh, when it comes to bringing people together. And you mentioned something, Pastor Julius, about the fact of blacks and whites and so forth. It, 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 it blesses my heart when I see things that are happening that to, to, to cross those barriers, whether it would be written. Uh, racial or whether it be eco, eco, uh, eco, economic stuff, you know, social economics or whatever it may be, to bring people together who are like-minded for the cause of Christ. And I think pray North Carolina is going to be a very big catalyst in making that happen.
1: You know, one one of the things I encourage, Tanya, and, and as well, is that this is momentum for yeah. North Carolina. It's, it's something I don't think has ever been done on this scale. I just, I can't remember. And I always encourage her that as many church pastors and many church leaders, sometimes it's just hard for pastors to Mm -hmm. come alongside one another because for some reason, it's almost that there's a spirit of competition that rises up as if I'm going to take something from you or you're going to take something from me. I have my own ministry. We have our own people and so on and so forth. But when God can take someone who, who don't have an agenda, don't have motives, but they just want to see a state that prays. Look, look what has happened in the transition of having someone like the Skellies, who, who don't have pedigrees, who who don't have a name that you, they can pull on to, to make this happen, but yet God is doing it. That goes to show whenever God wants something done, If he can find the right person to do it, it will get done. It will get done. And and that's why I think that throughout this whole time that we've been planning this, praying for this, I think the timing is so perfect. So perfect. And as you stated, yes, I think the church has deviated from the purpose of winning souls and, and loving your brothers and sisters. And that's why I've been teaching on on how to handle and overcome and avoid offenses. Because yeah. it's the offense that and Tanya and I talked about the debate of Satan and mm-hmm. um how he uses that, but we refuse to 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 do that. Right. Yeah. Amen. 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 Well Tanya,
0: give us an update. What's going on? So yes,
2: yeah, so and and I do agree. Um you know that's uh going back to what we've talked about. I mean I feel like the Lord has laid groundwork with so many relationships that we know of where we don't look anything alike. We come from very diverse backgrounds. But um, Julius and I say that we are um, brothers and sisters from another mother, but the same (laughs) same father. We We have the same same father. And so, you know, I think that's always going to be the key is do we have Jesus Christ in common? And when we do anything, you know, he can do just um, the most amazing things in these relationships. And so um, I've been so greatly blessed by Julius, who I do consider my brother. Uh, um, So update is, so we have 100 counties. We talked about this last time, 100 counties in North Carolina, and we have 14 county coordinators currently where our coordinators are um, letting people know about Pray North Carolina, letting them know about October 14th. And so we have pastors that are getting really excited um, we have eight different counties that have pastors that are saying that they're bringing their church buses. Amen. Yes, it's exciting. We have um, a gentleman in Forsyth County and in Guilford County where they have chartered two buses. Um, and so they've got one bus already signed up and completely full. And so just really exciting. We, I, I did speak to somebody that is in the western part of the state. So Haywood County. Haywood County would mean six hour drive for them uh, one way. And so they're talking about getting buses as well so that they could get a couple of counties around them to come together. Right. But I could just only imagine the conversations and on the bus. I I just think it would be the sweetest fellowship. And so we did purpose to um, have pray. North Carolina, it's going to be at 12. We purpose it to be midday to give people a chance from all over the state to be able to travel to the Capitol and travel home if they see fit. However, um, this weekend, there are no football games in Raleigh at that time, but the state fair is going on. So we encourage people, come to Raleigh that weekend, enjoy the state fair, get your fried butter, and then come pray with us.
0: Oh, fried butter, come on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We could fry us people listen, in the South. Listen, we could fry. fry anything, listen,
1: can't we? I don't need anything fried right now. I don't, I don't need anything fried.
0: I heard about fried strawberries the other day. I, I never come on. Ooh. You know, but anyway, but yeah. So yeah, that is great. You know, you can come up and spend some time with uh brothers and sisters of Christ yeah. at the Capitol building, praying for our state. Our, our, nation and and then uh, afterwards go and enjoy uh, the time at the state fair that that would be a great mm-hmm. great thing to do
2: and mm-hmm. you said we have
0: 14 county coordinators now so we you do say?
2: we do we do so that what you know what what our coordinators are doing is they are talking to our pastors but they're telling everybody but one of the things that they are doing is when they're speaking with pastors they're finding out how can we be praying for you how can we be praying for your church And we have two women, two um, co-chairs, prayer chairs that are in Raleigh. When we get our prayer requests, we're sending them to to Sandy and Catherine. And then uh, monthly, they're sending out these prayer points to our steering committee, to our prayer teams, to our coordinators. And we are faithfully praying leading up to October. And so we know that there's groundwork that's being laid. We also know that um, it's not just about October 14th. There's obedience and there's an intentionality that's happening leading up to that.
0: Well, tell me something, uh, and they're and, and listening, audience, a little bit. I know that in Rowan County, you've been doing these Pray Rowan Counties uh, monthly events, I believe it is, for, for about seven or eight years, if I'm not mistaken correctly. Are we starting to see, and I know the last time we, we, I had you on, you were talking about some of the counties beginning to do the same thing. Are we starting to see that roll out too? A lot more of that happening in our respective counties around the state.
2: Um, we are. We've actually, it's really interesting. So pray North Carolina. Our first one was last year. That was mm-hmm. August. So mm-hmm. pray Rowan. We're in Rowan County that this October will be eight years that we've been doing that. And, even though we're a para ministry, very much like a church, we saw a, a real downturn in attendance after COVID, and now we're starting to see that swing back. We, um, I don't remember a time um, before COVID like we are having now, where we're seeing people come and visit. Pray, Rowan from other counties. We had um, some people that came from Moore County, which is Pinehurst area, um, Statesville next door. They're in Cabarrus County, and now they're doing a pray Cabarrus. And so we've had a pastor that came and prayed with us last month. Um, we had the sweetest woman that came with us the month prior, um, who uh, it was another pastor that she brought who came and prayed with us on our courthouse steps for the mm-hmm. month of May. And so, yes, we are, we're definitely, um, we're seeing where people are hearing what's happening in Rowan County and uh, they're excited. How can we bring this to our, how can we bring this to our county?
0: Amen. Amen. That's that is so, so good to hear what's going on. And the people are getting excited about what's happening uh, in our state and watching the Lord move and touch lives in so many ways. Well, pastor, I want to come back to you for a minute. Um, mm-hmm. Why should I go to Raleigh on October 14th? I want to hear it from a pastor's heart.
1: Well, I, I think one is that, the time and the climate that we live in. That's one. There is a need for prayer. And prayer, as you know, as Jesus prayed, prayer allowed you to do things that your flesh doesn't want to do. I can't hate you if I'm praying for you. I can't dislike you if I'm praying for you. I can't talk about you while I'm praying for you. So I think the whole idea, whether it's going to ignite a prayer, a fire prayer, or it's just going to remind us that the thing that Jesus did when he prayed and taught us to pray by honoring God, the Father, the creator, and forgiving us as we forgive others, he give us the roadmap of what prayer can do. And the Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous meaning that you have to be righteous, of much. So there's a sense of righteousness coming back yeah. so that we can get yeah. our prayers answered. So you just don't want to pray just because we can pray. We want our prayers to make impact. So going there October the 14th, I, I pray that it sends a strong message. One, a strong message of unity. A message where that it doesn't have to be divisive. It doesn't have to be a denominational prayer. It doesn't have to be a reformation, reformational prayer. It doesn't have to be a black prayer or white prayer or a Democrat prayer or Republican prayer. We want to do. We want to have a biblical kingdom prayer, Amen. where the only God was set in the midst of the prayer, and He be glorified. That's what I'm hoping, and that's why I think people should come to pray it north carolina pray north carolina on october 14th amen amen
0: well guys i appreciate the time i appreciate you you sharing and what's going on and what's happening uh any last minute thoughts as we start to wrap this wrap this up
2: yeah mike one of the things i would say is that um we we've got to come with a repentant part i mean mm. we have much to repent about in our uh, country you
0: got that right
2: as believers, as the Ecclesia, we've been quiet for a very long time. We have been ineffective for his kingdom for a very long time. And um, we, we have got to repent for that. We really do. And so that is one of the things that we are encouraging people. Um, I, I'm also, I, I know that um, there will be a period of time leading up to that, that we will be fasting and we'll encourage other people to do the same. And so we are—we're definitely taking this time um, seriously, because we know that the Lord hears our cries. We we trust that He will answer our prayers according to His will, or according to His way. We're not coming with an agenda other than to uh, speak to Holy God.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, there there is a definite definite need for us to be uh, gathering together and pray and so forth. I couldn't help. I, for some reason, it was just running through my mind. I was just thinking of the nation of ancient Israel during, during the uh, old Testament times about how rebellious they were towards God uh, in 70 ways and how they turned their, turned their, uh, turned away from him. But yet there was still a remnant. There was still a remnant of prophets and other people who, who stayed true to God and began to, to share the message and try to get the people to understand if you continue down this path, yeah. You're going to have judgment to pay for. And, and of course, they, they experienced that with the with the um, uh, Syrian and Babylonian invasion of their countries and taking them into exile. And okay, if we're not careful, okay, if we're not careful, the same thing is going to happen to us. And that's the reason why we need to be uh, the remnant needs to come up. The remnant needs to rise up and begin to to speak the, the word of God and the truth and, and cry out to God for our nation our state, our nation, uh, to turn their, backs, turn their backs back towards God. Yes. So, That's right.
1: In well, Mike, Mike, one other thing and, and take it back off from what Tanya said. I, I think the, the urgency, the urgency for prayer is uh-huh. the fact that the Bible says judgment will start first in the house of God, meaning that Amen. we we, the church, as Tanya stated, we have retreated. We have retreated from what God told us to do because there's been so much division. You can find division and, uh, in almost anything that we do now, especially as right. it relates to the church. Until right. the church, the body of Christ, come together, we can't expect for the world to change. The Bible said that because they see the love that we have one for another, that's when they will recognize and know that God sent his son Jesus for that very purpose a purpose so we have to show love between one another so that the world will have an opportunity to see christ in the love that we show one another and because we are divided and we are the church itself is divided we have to recognize and take full responsibility that maybe we have contributed to some of the stuff that's going on because we have not been together and been unified as the body of Christ.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, we're going to have to wrap this up. I appreciate your time and coming together. I do want to let people know how they can get more information about Pray North Carolina. I had this up a few months ago when we were talking. Uh, the website, go www.pray-northcarolina.com and you get all the information that you need to know about, uh, about uh, Pray North Carolina. You can even find out if your county has a has a prayer coordinator uh, assigned to that county and mm-hmm. and if you're interested in becoming a prayer coordinator in your county you can email Tanya uh, at this at this address at info at prayecclesia.com and uh, and she I guarantee you, it won't be long if you send that to her she'd be getting back to you <laughs> you, you better be ready well, yeah. or if you've got just general information general questions you want to you want to get some of you feel free to, uh, to, uh, to email us at info at prayeclesia.com. Mm-hmm. Guys, again, thank you. I appreciate you being on. I look forward to working with you in the coming months as we move towards this manual event of Pray North Carolina on October the 14th, uh, 2023. And I think we're going to see some mighty things happen in North Carolina as a result of this event. Amen. Amen, 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 amen. Amen. Nice. amen. Well, I thank you for listening to Intentional Conversations with Mike Sandlin. Intentional Conversations is a production of Cake for Your Men, a men's ministry coalition. Uh, and I would encourage you, if you would, to please leave a comment about this program. It helps us as we develop more programming and to help men to fight the battle for men's souls. But for now, I will leave you with this blessing. I pray God will give you a rock to stand on. He will give you a brook to drink from and a tree to shade you. And this is Mike Sandlin saying God bless. And I hope you will join me again on the next Intentional Conversations with Mike Sandlin.